Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery, and I am your host today, uh, as I am four days a week, and then one day I do it with Jeremiah. So uh, welcome, and thank you for joining me. Uh, this is episode 46.3, and we are beginning Second Peter today. So again, I, I say this because I think that we need a little encouragement when it comes to being diligent with reading our uh, Bible every day. So uh, congratulations, we are almost at the end of the New Testament. And so beginning of Second um, Peter chapter one is today. So yay. All right, so uh, I don't really have much to say about, oh, actually I do. Uh, so I was reading the, the page prior to, if, if you are following in your daily white Daily Walk Bible, <clears throat> New Living Translation. Um, it says in here that in his first letter, Peter taught his readers to endure the attacks of external enemies. In Second Peter, he's teaching the same audience uh, about internal enemies. And so he's talking about uh, in the church, uh, leaders who are uh, not teaching the, the gospel and they're kind of going astray and, you know, going off the mark. Uh, so you, I think what he's trying to say is uh, be, be alert and be aware of false teachings. And if it's not gospel driven and if you're hearing something that doesn't sound right, um, you, you might want to check on where their sources are or what their uh, doctrine is because that's important uh, especially when you're trying to find a church uh, you know as long as they're preaching from the Bible and preaching the right then you know that's a good thing and God will give you that uh, discernment which is what I read today in Proverbs which is interesting I just started reading Proverbs today with my son which I thought was really cool that he asked me to do that with him so I'm just blessed beyond measure to hear those words you know so let's do proverbs mom I'm like oh my gosh i've got a young son who wants to learn about wisdom which is uh, amazing to me so i thank god it's not about me it's about him and about him not my son well it is about him too but it's all about god it's about god working and like i said you know yesterday keep praying because you're gonna see god to God's going to work and you'll start to see it unfold. And it's amazing how when you just keep praying and you keep praying, you, you will see God's hands all over it. So um, don't, don't despair, you know, don't despair. And you might not see it in your lifetime. You don't know, you know, it might, it might not, it might not even appear, but God will use it at some point. He's going to do something in somebody's life somehow. So I just keep, you know, don't lose heart. Don't lose heart. Don't lose heart. Keep praying for those that you love and, uh, and yourself. Um, and just, just keep pushing through is what I, I just keep wanting to say. So anyway, all right. Well, I don't want to keep rambling. Uh, so let's go ahead and open up in prayer, and then uh, we will uh, read first uh, chapter one from Second Peter. Okay. <clears throat> Holy and mighty God, we thank you. We thank you for um, 
what you're doing in our lives. We are thankful for you revealing yourself in, in mighty ways and little ways. You know, we, we always say that we're looking for a big production, but we don't need a big production. We just need you to show up and be there and, and just reveal yourself to us. So Lord, just thank you for doing what you're doing in our lives. And, um, and it's the, it's the things that we get to see how you're working through us. And, uh, Lord, just thank you for the many blessings that you, uh, give to us, especially when you are blessing our homes, our families, our health, our finances. We know that you're in control of all of it and we're just, we're grateful. And, uh, so Lord, just, uh, continue what you're doing. That's all we can ask for in your, uh, in your will, obviously, it's always about what you're willing to do for us and what your will is for this world and for our lives. But we're mostly uh, just thankful for the gift of your son, Jesus. We thank you for his sacrifice on the cross and the blood that he shed for all of our sins. Not just some of them, all of them. They're all wiped clean, every single one of them. And we can just put our past behind us and move forward. So Lord, just bless us and help us to do that, to help us to, to move on and to live new lives. Lord, I ask you to put a covering over all those who are out there listening. I ask you to send more listeners and uh, whoever it is that needs to hear your word out in the world, uh, we just pray that it will get out there. We uh, ask you to come and join us in this moment, reading your word and reveal to us what it is that you want us to, to learn and to understand. Uh, carve it on our hearts, put it in our heads and so that we can reverberate it, re just put it back out into the world and be able to recall it when, when it's necessary. I thank you for putting that in me when it's necessary and when I need to. So Lord, just uh, help us to just internalize your word into our lives, into our hearts, into uh, everything that we do. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> All right. So we are episode 46.3. Chapter 1. Greetings from Peter. This letter is from Simon Peter, a slave and, an, and apostle of Jesus Christ. I am writing to you who share the same precious faith we have. This faith was given to you because of the justice and fairness of Jesus Christ, our God and Savior. May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus, our Lord. <clears throat> Growing in faith. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and, prom and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. In view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence and moral excellence with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with patient endurance and patient endurance with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love for everyone. 
The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sins. So, dear brothers and sisters, work hard to prove that you really are among those God has called and chosen. Do these things and you will never fall away. Then God will give you a grand entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Paying attention to scripture. Therefore, I will always remind you about these things, even though you already know them and are standing firm in the truth that you have been taught. And it is only right that I should keep on reminding you as long as I live. For our Lord Jesus Christ has shown me that I must soon leave this earthly life, so I will work hard to make sure you always remember these things after I am gone. For we were not making up clever stories when we told you about the powerful coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. When, uh, I'm sorry, we saw his majestic splendor with our own eyes when he received honor and glory from God the Father. The voice from the majestic glory of God said to him, This is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. We ourselves heard that voice from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. Because of that experience, we have even greater confidence in the message proclaimed by the prophets. You must pay close attention to what they wrote, for their words are like a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns, and Christ, the morning star, shines in your hearts. Above all, you must realize that no prophecy in Scripture ever came from the prophet's own understanding or from human initiative. No, those prophets were moved by the Holy Spirit, and they spoke from God. All right, so obviously it starts out that it's coming from Peter, a slave and an apostle of Jesus Christ. So this is the Peter that was one of the original 12. You know, this is one of... Uh, According to him, he was uh, Christ's favorite, I think, is what he kept saying. Um, and he says, may God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. And then this is telling you how to grow in your faith. <clears throat> By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life, which he has. He gave us uh, this. This is what he gave us to live a divine and godly life. Um, you know, keep reading it, keep reading it, keep reading it, keep reading it. And you, and you get more and more fed and more intimate with Jesus and with God. Um, these are the promises I kind of jumped down. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. If you can keep your eyes on God, you will keep away from the worldly things that will distract you and trust me we all go through this we all have temptations we all everybody nobody is saved from the temptations of this world it's just the way it is and then it goes into this whole little thing here <clears throat> make every effort to respond to god's promises supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence and moral excellence with knowledge so you want to be morally excellent. Uh, with the moral excellence, you're going to gain knowledge. This is what I'm getting from this. And then with the knowledge, 
With more knowledge, you will gain more self-control, which is true. And with more self-control, you're going to have more patience. With more patience, you're going to be even more, uh, you have more godliness. More godliness, you have more God, you have more Jesus in your heart. You're going to have uh, more brotherly affection. And with that brotherly affection, you're going to love everybody. It all, it's like this whole process. And if you go back to the other page before it, over here on the other side, uh, he says, it was kind of interesting, uh, God wants you to add to your life, building upon the foundation. Uh, no, where did it say it? Hang on, give me two seconds. He says to, to list the seven things. Oh, yeah, there it is. In chapter one, Peter reminds you that the Christian life is a largely addition in uh, list the seven characteristics, and those are the seven characteristics that God wants you to add to your life, building up your foundation in Christ. So I'm kind of rambling here. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. So, you know, try to incorporate the first thing into your life. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence. So keep your focus on being morally correct. Our old pastor, Robert, would say, uh, if it's not illegal, immoral, or ungodly, you should be okay. And that's true. So use that as a gauge. If it's not illegal against the world, immoral, which we're talking about getting morals, uh, or ungodly, you know, you're, you're, you're on track. Okay, let's keep moving. Um, this whole section of eight, I kind of, I heard my phone dinging, so I sort of went off. I'm sorry. So there I am. I kind of ghosted out for a second. The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is what I just said. But those who fail to develop this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they were ever cleansed from their old sins. So if you're not developing yourself, if you're not moving forward, if you're not growing in Christ, you're going to forget that you were ever cleansed of all your sins to begin with. And then work hard to prove that you really are among those God has called and chosen. Uh, we say that you can't, you don't get your salvation from works. And that's, I don't think this is what this is talking about. Uh, what, but what God does want you to do is to work for the kingdom, doing what, you know, to, you know, be the fisher of men, uh, fishermen, you know, fishing for men. You're trying to, you know, bring more into the kingdom of heaven. And so you're working towards the kingdom. That's what I think this is uh, talking about. It's not about, you know, trying to work your way into heaven. Uh, do these things and you will never fall away. Then God will give you a grand entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The, it's, you know, on the, you're, the more you, you're doing, the more crowns you get in heaven is what I understand uh, when you read into Revelations. But again, I'm not entirely 100% on that. So I don't know for sure. If anybody out there knows, please feel free to, you know, chime in. Um, and then paying attention to scripture, which is what we're talking about here. Peter says, I will always remind you about these things, even though you already know and are standing firm in the truth you have been taught. Uh, it is only right that I should keep on reminding you as long as I live. But of course, he's saying that Jesus is telling him he's going to be going home soon. We, are, um, we were not making up clever stories when we told you about the powerful coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We saw his majestic splendor with our own eyes 
When he received honor and glory from God, we heard God's voice saying, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. We ourselves heard that voice from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. I mean, they were there, their first account. They're the first ones. They were there to witness it. Uh, what a blessing. I mean, I, can't, I couldn't imagine being there uh, to being able to witness what Jesus was doing right there and what God was doing. Uh, because of that experience, we have even greater confidence in the message proclaimed by the prophets. You must pay close attention to what they wrote, for their words are like a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and Christ the morning star shines in your heart. Uh, no prophecy in scripture ever came from a prophet's own understandings. They came, it came by the Holy Spirit um, and spoken from God. So, you know... The, the all of this information that is in the Bible is not just willy-nilly. It's not, it was all God-breathed into men to write it down correctly. Uh, and, you know, what I always go back to is like, well, well like what did they, what were they going to gain by, you know, writing these scriptures down? What, would, what were they going to, what, what, what is their gain? Uh, in the, if you're looking at it from a worldly view, nothing, there's, you know, there's nothing that they were going to gain by writing this, these, this book, uh, of all this information. Uh, but what they did gain was the kingdom of heaven is what it comes down to. And it all comes down to faith and building up your faith and, be, and becoming stronger and stronger in your faith. And you got to do it by reading, praying, and living uh, it out into the world. So that's my thing for today. Uh, again, I keep forgetting. I wanted to say the prayer at the beginning and I forgot, so I'm sorry, but I am bringing it up now. So if you have not made a decision for Christ, today is your day, this is your moment, embrace it. If, uh, if you've been like wondering, what is this all about? Uh, you have to begin a relationship with Jesus. And in order to do that, you have to be sorry for your sins. You need to repent from your sins. Accept Jesus into your Lord as Lord of your life, into your heart. These are the things that you, is, is up to you to do, and it's between you and God. So I will lead you in this prayer, and you can uh, say it out loud and uh, believe it in your heart and accept him into your heart that's uh, that's what it's all about so all right let's uh let's pray <clears throat> holy and mighty god today i put my trust in you i am not perfect and know that i have sinned against you please forgive me i thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only son your beloved son jesus on the cross it's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins past present and future on this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I accept him into my heart, into my life, and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the uh, eternal world life uh, kingdom of, uh, of heaven. And uh, you are now a brother or sister in Christ. So, yay! Uh, write it in your Bible that today, the day that you read First Peter chapter or Second Peter chapter one, uh, today is the day. So mark in in your Bible that uh, you got saved today, and then go start living for Christ. 
we strongly suggest that you get to a pastor, somebody who is knowledgeable and can help you navigate into the next uh, steps, answer your questions. You may have a ton of questions about it. Nothing that you can't find in your Bible, but uh, hearing it from a human perspective is always good too. So, uh, so with that said, uh, I'm uh, eternally, I am eternally grateful that you get to come and do this with me. I'm thankful that you carved out some time into your day. And uh, I, again, I don't know what time of day it is that you're doing this morning, noon, night. I have no idea, but uh, just thankful that you're able to do it. So I pray that you have a great day. God bless you. And I will see you tomorrow. Take care.